0: Hello and welcome to In the Shower with Taz and Marcus A bite-sized, informative podcast made to be listened to in the shower But really, you can listen to it wherever you want
1: The whole point of this podcast is we take the mysteries of the world The questions that you've always pondered late at night or early in the morning And we do our best to debunk them in a bite-sized, informative way
0: So far, we've answered questions like
1: Why do your fingers wrinkle in water?
0: What are allergies?
1: How much does a cloud weigh?
0: What's brain freeze?
1: And loads, loads more. I suppose you could say.
0: We expand your mind while you wash your behind.
1: And for the next six weeks, we are partnering up with Cadbury Twirl to expand your mind even further as Cadbury Twirl fans are going to be giving us questions to answer,
0: we're going to be answering these twirly thoughts and working our way towards answering the biggest question of all.
1: What makes a twirl so twirly?
0: Right, so last week you had your theory saying that a twirl bar only gets all twirly when you crack it open. Yes. I think you're wrong.
1: Okay, give me your best answer.
0: So this week I was doing some yoga. Right. And as I was contorting and twisting my body, and everyone around me were contorting and twisting their bodies, I thought that it kind of. Maybe, maybe the chocolate is yoga chocolate. Okay. And that the chocolate is getting all, all twirly and whirly and bendy and wendy and flopsy and wopsy. And that's what makes it twirl so twirly. The chocolate is doing yoga.
1: Okay, plausible, plausible. Not as good as my explainer last week. Nor do I think it's going to be anything on my explanation next week.
0: You have another explanation next week? Yep, I sure do. Well, in the meantime, we have a question submitted by a Cadbury fan to answer this week. And that question is...
1: Do pets name their owners?
0: So this week's question is actually really cool and it's it's got me thinking about the whole dynamic I've had with my pets since forever. The question is, as we said, do pets name their owners?
1: What kind of pets did you have growing up, Marcus?
0: So I had cats in Ireland and I had dogs in France. Um I had a couple of cats and yeah. Dogs at Collies. They were really, really stupid. What about you?
1: I've had loads of pets in my really? lifetime. Yeah, loads and loads. Everything you can imagine. From chickens to lambs to pigs, donkeys, horses, fish. You name it. But the pets that have spent the most time in my life are my two little doggos, Sam and Pup. And when they look at me, they, you know, they're, they're cute, fluffy dogs. When they look at me, I wonder, you know, are they thinking, hey, look, there's Taz. We love her. I hope she scratches my head. Or are they just thinking... Food, 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 belly rubs, food, 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 owner, belly rubs, food.
0: I, I think the second one anytime I see you.
1: Food, 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 belly rubs, food. <laughs>
0: yeah. I'm only kidding. I de- I definitely think the whole like, oh, here's Taz, I hope she scratches my head. I love her as well. I definitely, I definitely think that. Um, <laughs> so do you think pets name their owners?
1: I think so. I mean, like my dogs are smart and they definitely recognize names. Surely they would have to call each of us in our family something different you know they mm. has to
0: yeah so what do you mean when you say they recognise names
1: well if I say you know go to dad they'll go to dad that, that kind of thing you know
0: okay re- that, that's it's interesting so when I looked into this there's basically nothing I could find which pointed to like a specific direction or gave a conclusive answer on whether pets name their owners so I had to dig a little bit deeper
1: like some sort of a pet mole
0: yes like my initials. Please,
1: there. please, please tell me that this has something to do with, like, dog psychotherapy, brain reading, that. And all I'm all I'm imagining now is a little dog sitting down on the seat with uh, with wires plugged into its head, trying to read its brain waves.
0: I actually did read about dog MRIs, but we'll get into that. Okay. Um. First off, the whole phrasing of the question, do pets name their owners, is pretty general. First of all, there's hundreds of varieties of pets. Judging by earlier in the episode, you've had most of them. Um, (laughs) But they all use different traits to actually recognise their owners. So we're going to go through some of those. Um, What do you think the most common pet in the world is?
1: My gut definitely says dogs, but my head is definitely saying something else. Like, you know, for people who live in a city, birds or fish, something along those lines.
0: Bingo. So the most common pet in the world is freshwater fish.
1: Little goldfish.
0: Little goldfish. Little Brazilian fighting fish. Those little black fish with the, the eyes that stick out of their heads. Oh,
1: do you know, fun fact. What? I once had a goldfish that died in the bag on the way home.
0: No way. I know. I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> I should have attached a trigger warning when I wrote this episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, the, the most common pet in the world is freshwater fish. Um, the numbers have surely gone up by now, but a study conducted by Live Science in 2013 showed that 142 million freshwater fish were kept as pets, which is almost twice as many as dogs. That is
1: insane. Mm -hmm. Surely, like, fish is a terrible place to start. Are fish even pets? I, I feel like they don't even have brains. But, you know, okay, fair enough. Makes sense. So the question begs the answer. Do fish name their owners? Surely, the whole thing with goldfish having short, tiny memories doesn't come from nowhere. And like, memory is associated with recognition.
0: You'd think that. And obviously, there's the whole stereotypes of, you know, the six second memory and all that. Um, and I was as surprised as you'll be on this one. But yes, it's actually been studied and confirmed that fish are smarter than we think with the ability to form bonds Stop. with other fish and with people. They, they can memorize the layouts of their tanks and even recognize human faces. What?
1: So you're telling me that Finding Nemo was more of a documentary than a kid's film? Like, they, they recognised Darla.
0: Wait, wait, wait. I will fight anyone who talks smack about Finding Nemo. <laughs> that, that film is my life. But yeah, a study was done using archerfish.
1: Archerfish being?
0: So archerfish, Um, they're, they're Southeast Asian fish. Okay. And I, listen, I presume... They're kept as pets because it said this in the study. Um, <laughs> they have the ability to hunt for insects along riverbanks by forcibly ejecting a stream of water from their mouths, causing the insect to fall into the water and be eaten. Basically, they spit at fish to eat them, right? Oh, my God. Um, hence, archer. Archers have arrows. This fish has a stream of water from the mouth, right? Uh, so this ability to use their mouth like a water pistol is the means by which trained archer fish were able to make selections between two images of human faces, right?
1: Okay. The
0: trained archerfish was able to correctly select the familiar face 81% of the time.
1: Hang on. So explain this to me again.
0: So they'd familiarise the fish with uh, with, the fami- with the face. Okay. And then they'd show it two faces. 81% of the time it'd spit at the familiar face. Right? Okay. The scientists then made the images more consistent by levelling the brightness and colour and everything like that. And the archerfish improved their score to 86%. So like fish... Can actually recognize humans.
1: What? That is insane! Mm-hmm. I also absolutely love the fact that there was a scientific study conducted that involved fish spitting on people that they recognize. That's
0: where your tax dollars are going, baby. <laughs> anyway, but, but like, what's interesting in this whole thing is that we we normally give credit to mammals for their ability to recognize their owners. Land animals have the added benefit of being able to use scent um, and yes. hearing. So, I mean, fish are actually a lot smarter than we think.
1: So, what about the mammals? Cats and dogs and rats and lions and all the rest of those four-legged fluffy animals.
0: So, after fish, cats and dogs are the most popular pets in the world. Yeah. And while we don't know if they they actually name their owners like we name things, they might in their own way. Okay, what do you mean? So, I mean, like, naming things is kind of an exclusively human thing. You know, we have a certain set of senses... And means of recognising things that we apply to people and things. So our fluffy friends, like cats and dogs and everyone else, um, have a totally different way of seeing the world. And our relationships with them come from different places. So dogs recognise people, places and things primarily through scent. Mm -hmm. Um, So while your Jack Russell might not look at you and have an actual name for you, it will definitely know your scent apart from anything else. So I mean, it's actually crazy when you look at how good a dog's sense of smell is. They can tell identical twins apart
1: using just their use, scent. Using
0: just scent, it's a bit mental. Like a trained hound dog can can follow a scent for miles, and it can be just a scent that it smelled once. It's absolutely that is insane.
1: Incredible. So, so do dogs use any other senses to recognize people? Like fish, we're using eyes. Mm-hmm. Dogs, scent for the most part. Do they use any other senses? They do.
0: Um. So it was often thought that dogs actually had really bad eyesight. But they don't. Um, A study led by Paolo Munguio of the University of Padua in Italy in 2010 found that dogs can pick their owners out of a crowd by recognising their faces. Right?
1: And how do they do that, that there was no smell?
0: Um, Well, there was just like loads and loads and loads of smells and it was at a distance.
1: Okay, okay, okay. So
0: when dogs watched their owners and random strangers walked back and forth in a room, the dogs paid much more attention to their owners than they did to the strangers. Okay. When both humans wore masks over their faces, however... The dogs had difficulty telling them apart and seemed to pay about the same amount of attention to both people.
1: Okay. Mm -hmm. So they recognize faces. But
0: this is where it gets interesting. Dogs evolved with humans and were one of the earliest animals to be domesticated, whereas cats didn't. So the entire way that they recognize us is completely Different. different.
1: Cats don't really care, though, do they? I feel like, you know... They they don't they don't care enough to own to name their owners. Well, actually, I, th- I know this is so controversial because people adore cats. And- no,
0: but do you know what what you just said is actually completely accurate? Cats have never had to care about human interaction as much, um, so they've never really had to had to recognize their owners in that way, and that's for entirely different reasons. As I said, dogs were domesticated, but cats kind of made up their own minds about partnering up with humans, um, where where human settlements were rodents were and cats showed up to hunt the rodents it's evolved from there and it's kind of this I'm going to say like 90% domesticated symbiotic relationship but they've never had to recognise our faces the way dogs have so obviously dogs will recognise their owners' faces like almost every time but studies show that cats only recognise their owners' faces a little bit more than half the time
1: what?
0: B- because they've never had to actually recognise but surely it's they rely far more on body language and scent. But this is the interesting, other cats, they'll recognise cats they're familiar with over 90% of the time.
1: Oh my God, that mm-hmm. makes me trust cats even less.
0: Yeah, it's actually been established that cats know what behaviour they need to exhibit to get food, scratches, affection, security, a roof over their head. They know what to do to actually make us react in a certain way So dogs Are truly man's best friend and They've been domesticated For thousands of years And they protect And love their owners And you know Just be a really Really kind of Loyal companion Cats just kind of Manipulate us To do their bidding
1: They probably think We're actually Their pets
0: And to be honest If, if we consistently act The way they expect us to Maybe we are And maybe we're Really easy to train But with the information I've just given you right, Do you think pets Name their owners?
1: Okay, I just want to backtrack here for a second. So, dogs recognise their owners' faces and their scents. yeah. Cats, just over half the time recognise their owners. Mm -hmm. So, is that to say, if if I walked into my friend's house, my friend's cat would be just as likely to walk up to me or her?
0: Her owner's scent would be more familiar, but there's a good chance that facially, they wouldn't be able to tell you apart. That being said, they do look at body language and body shape and size and everything like that.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. Do pets name their owners? I think they probably do, yeah. But but at the end of the day, what does a name matter, I suppose? Like a pet will recognise you and bond with you. And that's kind of the same thing, whether it recognises you by smell or by body language or by your big hairy face, no?
0: Well, I do have a big hairy face. But <laughs> do you know what? I'm going to call it now. And there's so much. there's so much deeper information that we could actually go into on this they've they stuck dogs in MRI machines and all that kind of thing but I'm going to say yes while it might not be by a name dogs and cats and pets definitely name their owners because to name something is to assign importance to it and they definitely do that
1: that is so cool
0: mm-hmm.
1: ok Marcus any, any facts to end the episode?
0: right fish fact And this one is kind of mad. What would you say the average lifespan of a goldfish is?
1: Oh, going by my my poor little, uh, my little poor flippy pets, I'd say, oh God, maybe four or five years.
0: I thought you were going to say four or five hours, judging by the fact that a goldfish (laughs) died in the bag. A goldfish can actually live up to 40 years.
1: Ah, stop. Mm -hmm. That's like half your age.
0: Yeah, funny, aren't you? Dog fact, right? Woo! Woo! So, when I said that dogs recognize people by scent, um, and I, I said that their sense of scent is way better than theirs, I just want to let you know by how much, right? Okay. A dog's sense of smell is 1,000 to 10 million times better than yours.
1: 10 million times! That's insane! It's
0: absolutely mental, right? Like,
1: 10 times... Better would be insane. Yeah, twenty times better, a hundred times better, ten million times better. That is hard to comprehend. Imagine
0: any sense that you have being ten million times better. It's it's absolutely insane. They can smell what you had for lunch three years ago.
1: <laughs>
0: right. Final fact, and it's a cat fact. Right. Obviously, small cats make good pets, even if they manipulate us a little bit. But keeping big cats can end in disaster. Okay. So in two in two thousand and four. Al Abel was bitten and killed by his pet lion Simba on his Illinois farm that he ran with his wife.
1: So so we're going from don't keep pets don't keep cats as pets to No, hang on a minute. He didn't keep a cat as a pet. He had a lion as a pet.
0: Yeah. The fifty two year old man was attacked while cleaning the large cat's enclosure after failing to secure the animal inside its holding pen. Um Yeah, so just yeah, don't 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 keep, keep a big, pet don't, don't pet keep lion. big cats. A pet Don't, line? Yeah. I, th-
1: I think I would have. Would you keep a pet line?
0: No, you have to draw the line somewhere. Uh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so there you have it. I think the conclusive answer that we're going to give on In the Shower is yes, pets name their owners. What do
1: you think my pets name me?
0: Ooh, squishy.
1: Squishy. <laughs> squishy. <laughs> They definitely name you Oh, Squishy's boyfriend (laughs) (laughs) Guys, as we said That was a question that was submitted by Cadbury Twirl fans and they're going to be submitting Questions for the next six weeks They're all brilliant questions, so tune in next week Because it's going to be equally great
0: If you want to get in touch with us with a question Or a comment, or even if you just want to say hi Or send us a picture of your pets Which have definitely given you a name It couldn't be easier, just search In the Share with Taz and Marcus On Facebook, or if you're on Twitter Just look at at In The Shower Pod.
1: If you want to get in touch and say hi or send us a question that we can answer down the line, you can get us an email at InTheShowerPodcast at gmail.com.
0: couple of thank yous to wrap up the episode. First of all, a massive thank you to Alan and Paddy and all the crew in the Head Stuff Podcast Network. Thanks a million, guys. Next up, thank you so much,
1: Flo Robinson, for our cover art. We love you, Flo.
0: We love you, Flo. A big thank you to Dave Gertzman, uh, Dave's Record Rama on Instagram um, for. Our jingle, which is great and I love it, and I listen to it all night long and dance in my room.
1: (laughs) Next week's question, Marcus.
0: Next week, we're going to be taking a look at two questions. Taz is going to give some kind of theory on what makes a twirl so twirly.
1: Better than bloody chocolate doing yoga, Marcus. I don't
0: think so. (laughs) But also, we're going to look at what makes the sky blue.
1: Dun dun dun.
0: That episode will be ready next Monday morning in time for your Monday shower. But in the meantime, keep scrubbing. This podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network.